It's out the gate. Shit's out the gate. Out. There we go. Out the gate. Sam, can I get it out the gate? Out the gate. We are out the gate. Perfect. Uh, that first little bit of audio uh, will be slightly edited. Um, our welcome, but uh, yeah. Uh, so, Tim, where were we? Uh, new habits. Yeah, getting into some new habits, which has been good. Um, enjoying the running, uh, getting stuff ready for the house. So, yeah, plenty has been going on behind the scenes, which is which is good. Barnsley's been doing well. Have I? Yep, they bought a bought a new thing. Oh, oh what'd you buy? I'm very excited. <laughs> what'd you buy? What'd you buy? Nah, I bought a new Mac. It, my old Mac from uh, 1976-ish uh, decided to, the cord, the battery cord decided to blow up basically to stop charging my Mac and rather than going out and trying to source a new, new cord, well, she talked me into spending large and going for a brand new Mac. With an M2 chip. With an M2 chip. M2 Shout M2 out to Pro. Apple. It is going to be, it's going to change my life. I've heard. It does everything. It cooks your toast. It boils the kettle. And it was three grand. Oh, yeah. Let's not talk about how that. Much you spend, how much you spend on it? Yeah. Yeah. Three grand. Got some free AirPods, though. Free, oh, Air- free AirPods. Ooh, yep. Flog those off, make some cash back. Yeah. The, yep. Do you want to buy some AirPods? Oh, I'm good. I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> Education discount as well. Yes. Of course, because you're technically still studying. Still studying, even yes. though technically, hopefully, no one's listening. Uh, yeah, finished off the Masters last year, but still have a student ID. Student ID. That's right. Uh, Harvey Norman? Uh, Apple Direct. Apple Direct? Yeah, yep. So pre ordered. So it's shipped on today, second. Perfect. So it should be here. Uh, next week, and I that's believe. that's going to your house. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Watch your address, man. Just, yeah, just, uh, oh, I might be there. It's, yeah, mate, I'll sign for that. <laughs> that would suck. That's it? me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'll take the MacBook. They are expensive, and it's something that unfortunately we need sometimes. And having a decent computer, you guys do a lot of programming and research and stuff on computers. We need them. Mm. We need them. It was an investment that I yeah my my one was very slow. It wasn't running the warm ups on the on the screen, um, so I definitely did need an upgrade. So I'm glad. Well, she talked me into going the brand newy. It's just money. At the end of the day, it's just money. You spend a lot of time on it. Yeah, that's it. Money and, comes back, and you yeah, exactly. You're working hard, so you'll get that paper. Yeah. Um, boys, I wanted to talk about something that I've been hearing in a few conversations that I've had. Um, with a few friends and colleagues and, and just people in passing about comparison. Now, we've definitely touched on it before, but I wanted to go deeper into it on the like labeling and our c- comparing ourselves to others and other things. Uh, a big thing that I'm in the conversations that I've had and heard, it's very much like, oh, why did that person get that? How, did, how come they got it and I didn't? And it's very easy to do, and we can all do it, but it just was a real theme in these few days I had, and in passing, these conversations really got to me, and I was like, whoa, everyone's, well, these people are so focused on other people, but if they put that focus on themselves, then they could work on the things. Mm. 
So it just, yeah, it got me thinking. I was, I was like, ah, oh, dangerous. And I wanted to just bring that forward today um, just to see what you guys think. And then also on labeling as well, um, after this month of January, that just been uh, keeping consistent with my running. And, and I'm no Superman when it comes to athletic sports and being super fit, but I'm the fittest I've ever been. I'm the most mentally disciplined I've ever been, which is really cool to say. But then when you tell people, they automatically want to label it mm. as, oh, like David Goggins. Oh, like this person. Oh, you, you like Ned Brockman. Shout out to all those people. They're inspiring and, and leaders and, and mindset. Incredible. But no, I just want to be better than Jack yesterday. Mm. But it's so easy for them just to put that on you because it makes more sense. And it's happened before, and we might have even spoken like this whole conversation, but it's just come up again. So I thought I'd bring that to the to the table and see what you guys are thinking. It's an interesting topic, and I think, um, and we'll probably touch on it a little bit later as well, is that the fact that why we label is because we see everything that everyone does all the time. And obviously, Jack, and me and you are both very similar in that we share daily on our Instagram, on our social media. Well, she, you're the exact opposite and you don't have any of those platforms, so you share nothing. But I think when you put yourself out there, you do – it's it's not that you um, invite people to label you, but it's just a human response to have a label from others. Um, and I think that is because, yeah, we, we do put things out there consistently um, and so people are going to make their judgments – regardless of who we are really deep down and it's probably just on what we they see and they they assume. So it was a good conversation. I caught up with a couple of friends um, about two, two and a half weeks ago um, and we had a, you know, had a coffee and we we're just talking and um, over the last probably two months I've gone through, I've started seeing a therapist, which we'll dive into at some stage, um, which has been fantastic just to realign me and my values. Um, but I told my friends this and they said, oh, but on your Instagram, you look like you're super healthy, you're fine, you're absolutely soaring and things like that. And while, yes, there, there is a degree of what I'm doing, I believe is really good, that's what people see on the outside and they don't necessarily see what's going on on the inside. Um, and that conversation threw me a little bit I, I was actually a little bit uh, rocked by that because yeah it, it happens because yeah for two for two months there I was probably I wasn't myself and I was uh, in in a darker place than what I'd normally be but no one knew that because my social media stayed the same and my social media presence was the same which is physical exercise daily striving to you know, to win races, to do this, to do, to be as good as I possibly can. Um, and that's where those labels can be quite detrimental because my close friends didn't realise that, you know, they had this really positive label associated with me where I might have been struggling a little bit and they didn't pick up on those things because of those labels. Yeah, wow. Powerful. Thank mm. you for sharing that. It's, it's even like uh, us, we saw you, we were hanging out with you. Tim works with you. I see you every other day. It, it's not something I think we necessarily go straight to and ask. I feel like us three, we speak a bit deeper when we in passing, but a lot of times there's a lot of other people around and we're, we're working. You well, you guys are most certainly working when it's in this space. So it's like, how would we know? Mm. 
Yeah. yeah. And is that and that's like, is that on me? Is that I should be more open with how I'm feeling and potentially and we talk about it while she being able to flick the switch, especially in a workplace like this, but maybe with people close to you, maybe it's something where, you know, maybe we, we do need to let our walls down, our guard down to allow that conversation to happen and uh, share it. Yeah, that's it's a tough one. It's a, such a tough one. It is a fine balance because then if you're uh, letting all of those feelings out, um, it takes away from the potential positivity that you had in your day as well. And then is it, does it become a cycle of walking around upset the whole day when you could have had some of the day that was positive? Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I, I don't know what the right answer is. Yeah, anyway. far out. I, it, I just it makes me think of like let's say we're all sitting here or you got you, your colleagues are all sitting here and then one colleague is just sharing that they're in the down in the dumps oh, my f- heart started going oh shit I would be in such a vulnerable position if I was at work telling people that I had a hard day it's almost like I don't want to share it because I'm scared of what others are going to think about me when putting labels on you there Jack putting labels on yeah and I'm putting that label on myself fuck there's a bit of a self-realization. Mm. Maybe we need to create, I don't know, a, some, a space or something, a conversation starter that's, it's not every, doesn't need to be every day, but once a week you chat to the team and go, hey, how was your, but, but more than just work. And that's, uh, and we've, we've talked about vulnerability. And I think that's like the, the key phrase of the last 12 months in that kind of space. And, but there, yeah, I, I agree with you, Welsh. It need, there needs to be a time and place for it um, because, yeah, in a workplace, we've got to get shit done here. It's simple as that. But it's also, yeah, you don't, you don't want to always be vulnerable because that then makes everyone else feel super awkward. Do I talk to him about it? Don't I talk to them about it? What's happening here? It's a weird, it's a weird, weird space. But I don't think humans we're we're not very good at communicating oh. how we feel about other people's feelings, um, and that's something that I think all of us could probably work on. Yeah, definitely, one hundred percent. And then it goes back to uh, the social media. Which Tim, question for you: because you you're not on social media at all, do you feel better for that? Hundred percent. Mm. Like I can, yeah, uh, without a doubt. And I think um, something that Haynesy was saying the other day was um, he was listening to the Andrew Huberman podcast about dopamine and how basically every time you pick up your phone and start scrolling, it's it's a hit of dopamine and that's what everyone's seeking. Um, but basically, uh, he was talking about the your natural level of occurring dopamine and uh, the gap between that and the potential high that you might experience when you pick up a phone or go for a run or or whatever. And basically by constantly exposing yourself to these highs, the, the gap between your base and the ceiling is reducing so that when over time, basic, and I'm explaining this very poorly, but over time, uh, the more and more that you expose yourself to these like easy hits of dopamine, um, by like scrolling social media or whatever, um, you're basically just desensitizing yourself. So then the highs aren't as high over time. Um, and I think uh, like a, an example of that is like just being so much more aware and more, I feel like, present with the boys as well. Um, and I don't want to talk about this too much because I'll probably uh, break down again, but 
I don't know, it's just silly. Um, you realise how fast time goes and fuck, this is stupid. <laughs> the other day, uh, taken, it took the, the boys' cots down, just started to my eyes out and I'm like, <sighs> it's a moment. It's just so quick. How old are they? Nearly three, two and a half. And you're just like, it just goes. Yeah. That's why it's important. Yeah. But like, I don't know. I think like emotions are you're able to understand experiencing so much more without that um, sort of like blindfold of social media. Bro, that's because you've done it now. When was the date you stopped? We, we always butcher this. It was on the wall. September. September last year. Yeah. Almost six months. Yeah. So you, you're desensitized now. Like you, you you don't need to be on your phone unless you're making phone calls or emails. You're not on the meaningless scrolling and watching videos. And But and, I think, yeah, like taking it a step further, um, I wanted to get a flip phone and go right back to – to basics, um, and the only reason I didn't do that because it costs money for something that I already have. So I went through my phone and deleted pretty much everything. Um, so now I've got like six or seven apps on there, of of which I think two are like a, a like I got the WhatsApp, uh, yeah, Google Gmail or something, email. Uh, I've got emails, um, messages, um, calls, photos, and camera. And then there's just like a couple others, like I got Audible still. Um, nice. Yeah, but like it, it's like really the bare minimum. Yeah, mm. and I think my screen time's going down on the phone to less than thirty minutes a day, and like that is literally messaging the work WhatsApp, messaging people that come in here, calling Sarah. Um, wow. But yeah, I think like even as simple as. Um, trying not to listen to podcasts when I take the boys for a walk and that sort of thing um, and just like talking to them and like appreciating everything so much more. Um, so, yeah, I think it's it's a pretty powerful thing to be honest. Shit, yeah. And like the, the bringing it back to the, this conversation, comparing it, like I couldn't give a fuck where I am in comparison to anyone because I don't know where they're at. And yeah. Like it do- just doesn't matter. Like I couldn't, no offence. I do, I do care because you're my friend, but I couldn't care if, uh, like, uh, comparison-wise, if Barnsley's gone and won $10 million on the on the lotto and... I haven't. <laughs> yeah, you wouldn't be here. And, and winning, winning all these things and uh, doing all these really cool things. Yeah. Like, I appreciate that because he's my friend and stuff. Um, or a celebrity example is probably more more relevant. Because, you, yeah, yeah, you do yeah. care about... Yeah, like, yeah, yes, but yes. say it's a celebrity that I don't know. And looking and being like, oh, they've just made ten million dollars doing this, and they've just um, got done all this really cool stuff. Like it doesn't matter. Mm. Damn, you you kind of you're giving me that bargain. You're giving me this. You're giving me the feeling. You speaking about being so uh, um, in the moment. You're making me want to do what you're doing. Yeah, I'd recommend it. Yeah, because if it's that powerful for you to share what you've just shared and, and go through those moments and feelings. 
I, I, I need to be doing that. I want to feel like that. I want to be in, more in the moment. Because yeah, I think like as a as a parent as well, it becomes almost an escape. Like you get frustrated and stuff, and you pick up your phone and start looking through. But if that's not there, then you sort of work through it, and you're like, oh fuck, how lucky am I to have these two kids sitting here? Like they're growing so fast, and need to spend as much time with them. Well, I can and actually enjoy that. And yeah, uh, we're a lifeguard at the university. Most of it is um, swim school. And seeing the parents bring the kids in, the parents go sit on the side. And the other day I was working and I looked down the line and it was about six, seven parents all just head down while their kids are on the side. Mom, mom, dad, dad. And I'm thinking, what did our parents do when they took us to these things? They either read a book, magazine, talked to other parents, or they sat there and watched. Yeah. And, And I'm seeing these kids do these little flips and funny things and they are missing it. Yeah. But they don't because they don't see it, so they don't they they don't think they're missing it because they're on their phone, so they think they're there. Fuck, but they're not there. Yeah. Thank you for sharing that, Tim. Mm, okay. That was beautiful, Malshi. Really appreciate that comparison. Yeah, fuck, it's the theft of joy. Mm. I just don't like when people compare me to other people in front of me. They're like, oh, like that person. I'm like, no, no, no. I'm nothing like that person. I'm like me. Mm. I'm like better than. I was yesterday. Hopefully I am better. I'm always aiming to be better. Mm. Sometimes on par. Um, yeah, I, th- I think we can leave leave today at that. I know everyone's got things to do. I'm going to go buy some shoes. I've got a race this weekend. Yeah, um, we didn't get to the bottom of that. Oh, um, Kilcunda, uh, Victoria, other side of Phillip Island. Okay. Um, there's Sand Dune Run. So it's low, low elevation. But um, sand. on sand. That's so, going to be fun. It's going to be fun. Yeah. yeah so uh, just 21. Not just, but 21. 21. 21. 21 yes. on the sand. 21 Is on the, the whole sand. Thing on the sand? Uh, no, uh, it's a there and back. So I think like 8K all up is on a sand part. It's enough though. It's enough to be like, this sucks. Yeah. <laughs> so I'll just, um, mum and dad are going to drive me down and we'll just spend the morning. It's a nice early one. Um, and just hang out because I need to get the Ks anyway. So I thought, oh, well, it's always nice to get a medal around your neck, that feeling. I, I like it. So I'm um, doing that on Sunday morning. Very nice. Yeah. Lovely. Um, and massive shout out to you, Link, as well, um, with teaming up with the Shaka Project, mm. uh, based here in Ballarat, but uh, also Australian-wide. Um, congratulations. I, I don't know too much about it, the ambassadorship or whatever it is, but I'm glad they've got you on board and I'm glad um, yeah, you get to, to help others even more so. So that's really cool. Yeah. Excited to share a story. So hopefully continue to raise awareness, engage in conversations. That's what it's all about. Uh, as we wrap things up, um, you know, we're still waiting on the first batch of um, Tim's microbrewery. Um, it's it's a slow process. It's Essentially bottling tonight. We've been uh, sampling it over the last week or so, and the longer you leave it, the more tart it gets. Uh, and it was still a little bit sweet, so I think we'll try it again tonight, and if it's all good, we'll bottle it, and then it might be a week or so after that. Beautiful. We'll be drinking it. So, yeah, this uh, today's episode brought to you by... Um, yeah, uh, I don't have a name for it yet. I can't remember what I said last week. Tim's kombucha. Tim's kombucha. Perfect. Nice and simple. Shut out the gate.